0: Hello, 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 and welcome to zippity doo Disney, the podcast where we help you make the most of your Disney vacation using tips from experienced people just like you. So sit tight and let's get started. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode four of zippity Disney. I'm your host, Eric Frenchman, and in this episode, we're going to title it "Duly Doing Disney Dining. And I'm going to talk to you about some of my tips for making the most out of your Disney dining choices. It's not really going to be based on reviews of what restaurants. I'm going to save that for another episode. But we're going to talk about how to bring your own food, especially if you have a DVC membership. How to handle Disney dining. And finally, what makes Tables in Wonderland so great. So sit tight. Thanks for listening. And let's go on that ride. Okay, this will be the start of a bunch of restaurant podcasts. As some of my friends and family know, I love food. I probably love it a little too much, and I love eating out. I once tried to start a blog called I eat a lot. To, I eat out a lot.com. It's still active. You could check it out, but I haven't made a post there in a while. It's not as much fun anymore typing and taking pictures. You're better off maybe with a podcast. Well, I'll see how that goes. However, before we dive into where I think you should be eating when you're visiting Disney World, we got to talk about how you're going to pay for it. And as you probably know, it's really not that cheap. So besides paying for cash, which is the obvious one, you have three other options. You could bring your own food in, and that works great if you're a DVC member. Second one is Disney Dining, and that's their points-based system that you pay in advance. And the third one is tables in wonderland which you get if you're a Florida or you're a dbc member and you pay a one flat rate and you get discounts on your sit down food and alcohol which is awesome so let's talk about our first little trick bringing your own food into disney world i haven't cared about doing that since my kids were little and what we would do is we would bring in breakfast items. We'd pack them in our and our suitcases and we'd bring them down. So you're talking your cereals, breakfast bars, and things like that. Um, as we moved further along, and further along, there was that Jersey accent again, into the Disney family, and we started doing more and more DVC, it became easier and easier to want to bring your own food. But then my kids got older and older and they didn't want to eat breakfast in the room. They want to get out to the parks as quickly as possible. We started ditching Getting food, bringing food into the hotel room with us, but I know people like bringing food into Disney World. You'd always see, you know, it's funny. You'd always see those people coming in with their vans or trucks and driving in, and they're wheeling in, you know, cases of water, beer. And he kept scratching your head, going, "Oh God, I'm so glad I didn't have to do that." I mean, I guess if I if I drove to Florida from New Jersey, yeah, I'd bring my own food. But I'm coming on a plane. I don't want to deal with the hassle. I knew, I knew some couples that used to then go, they, they would fly into Tampa or fly into Orlando and then hit, hit a supermarket on the way into the hotel where they picked up all their items. Again, for me, that seemed like too much trouble. If you want to do it to save money, that's great. However, there's this thing called Amazon Prime. Have you heard of it? Of course you have. It's awesome. I think it'll only cost you about, I think you have to have a minimum order of twenty dollars. I think the delivery charge is like eight bucks. You could have food delivered to your room, and I think that's awesome. I go, you know, water, sodas, chips, out that stuff all adds up. But if you have, if you Amazon Prime it, you Amazon a case of water to your room. You can you can Amazon Prime maybe milk, maybe some chips, maybe some fresh fruit, cereal. If you're at a DVC hotel, you can eat. You can Amazon Prime breakfast items into your room you know your typical eggs butter bacon bread milk of course cereal and I think doing breakfast in your room if you have a kitchen is a great time saver and also a great money saver not sold on lunch because I think most likely you're going to be out in the parks and you want to have all those fun lunch items dinner yeah you can cook dinner in your room I don't want to do that. I'm on vacation. I don't want to deal with dinner. I want to go to China other restaurants. So I think breakfast is a prime meal that you could cook in your room. The only thing to think about when you do that is that you might be missing out on some of the specialty breakfasts, like the character meals. So I'm talking Crystal Palace. I'm talking Chef Mickey. You know, if you want to do those character meals, go for it. They're a blast. The food's pretty good. You're going to have a great time. You want to do a sit-down restaurant like The Way for Breakfast, which I totally love, go ahead and do that too. But I think you're, you know, you're you're devoting a couple hours that you could be spending in the parks when the parks are less crowded early in the morning. The other reason I think breakfast is a prime one to make in your room. He said, I don't really think the other breakfast um, options are all that great. Are, is the counter service in your hotel going to be pretty good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. But, you know, over eight days, even three or four days of eating the same kind of, getting the same kind of options every day, gets a little tiresome. Yeah, they'll, they could special make you something. But, again, I think it's getting a little tiresome. I think you could do a better job. You know, I don't know if you could make, do a better job, but I think you could do a good job of making breakfast in your room at least a couple times. And you know in the parks themselves, breakfast for me is always the hardest one. Um, unless you go into unless you want to eat cupcakes and muffins and things like that for breakfast, but I like protein. So that usually means' I'm, I'm at Starbucks a couple times. So the last trip we went last December, you know we ate breakfast a few times down at the Contempo Cafe over in the Contemporary, but I was by the end, I was getting a little tired of the food options. And then, you know, four or five times we're eating at Starbucks, and we love Starbucks, but believe it or not, by the end of that vacation, we don't want to eat at Starbucks anymore. So I think a great option for you is to have food delivered to your room, especially breakfast. If you want to throw some snacks and some fruit, I think that makes a lot of sense. It's a water, too. you know. I I know people might be saying, hey, what about the refillable mugs? Refillable mugs are awesome, except I don't know about you, but my refillable mug machine is not outside my hotel room, which means i got to go somewhere in order to get some soda and coffee. I think you're better off having that in your room for uh, whatever it would cost. A case of water is nothing on Amazon Prime. Some soda, some, you know, if that's what you want, juice, uh, coffee. I think it's nothing and I think it's definitely worth the time and the money savings all right so you're not gonna cook in your room right you decided I'm not doing that I don't care I'm on vacation I don't want to cook so now what do you do well the first thing you probably see is something called Disney's dining plan simply put But keep in mind, I don't think it's simple at all. Disney is a prepaid points-based system. Try and say that three times quickly. Prepaid points-based system. Where your dining options are split into four categories. And it seems pretty easy, the four categories. It's your snacks. It's your quick service, which are your... You know, the, the places you get lunch and dinner, maybe some breakfast where you get, you know, you order at a register. Then you have a regular sit down dining, and then you have your signature dining, and they're just, and your uh, dinner shows. So those, those are worth more points, but we'll get into that in a second. Uh, if you do decide to sign up for Disney dining, it's everybody in your party that's three years and older, and it's booked for your entire stay. As I mentioned a second ago, it's complicated. If you go online and you start searching for blogs, especially one of my favorite ones, Disney Food Blog, if you start searching, you're going to see tips, you're going to see arguments, whether it's worth it or whether it's not. Trust me, it depends on what you like to eat and if you could stick to the plan. When I used to do it, I, I would build spreadsheets and I'd figure out what I'm eating. Am I getting an entree here? Uh, am I doing an appetizer dessert? It's complicated. One thing I will say that makes it easy is that Disney runs a promotion where they're giving you free dining, get it. You can always upgrade it to a higher plan if you want, but get it. If it's free, it's worth it. Okay. So we're going to go into the, some of the details, um, the first thing you also got to remember, so, it's, so I said it's three and older, so kids age between three until they turn 10, they're kids, so they get charged a different rate. Anybody 10 and older, even if they're the pickiest eaters around, even if they're like 21 and they're still eating chicken figures. you're going to get charged, that kid's going to get charged, or adult's going to get charged, the adult rate, not the kid rate. So there's two rates, three to 10, rate one, 10 and older, they're adults, rate two. And depending on which sort of level you get, you're going to get points. Before we go into how the points get used, there are three levels we're going to really be talking about. Quick service, Disney dining, and the deluxe Disney dining. So sit tight. Here we go. Quick service. It's $52.50 per, adult, per day, per night actually. You get two quick service meals and they each include per day. And each include one drink or one or an alcoholic drink. Woohoo! More value, and two snacks plus a refillable mug. Your snacks are like your ice cream, your popcorn, and your fruit. The other good thing about the snacks is if you go during, say, the Food and Wine Festival, Food and Wine Festival, you can use your snacks at one of those chaos to get you know some good tasting food. Um, so that's always a, a bonus. Um, again, you get two quick service meals per night. So you so say you stay 10 nights, that's 20. And there's Leo walking into my hardwood floor uh, office, sitting down, taking a relax. Oh, come on, Leo. Uh, anyway, so if you stay 10, ni- 10 nights, you get 20 quick service points. You can use them all up in one day if possible. Um, of course you can't, but um, but that's how it works. And it deducts every time you use a quick service meal, it deducts one of your quick service points. Quick service... Uh, Spots are like Casey's, ABC Commissary, um, Flame Tree Barbecue. So basically the places where you walk up to a register, you order your food, and then you have to go get your food and you sit down and get a table. So for me, those are usually lunch, could be breakfast too. Uh, So I actually think the quick service meal is not a bad one um, to do. I'll talk about later on uh, where I think you could use it. The next step, next up is Disney dining. That's $75.49 per adult, per night. You get two snacks per day. You get your refillable mug. You get one quick service meal. And you get one table service. And the table service is sit-down dining. Um, Each of the Disney sit-down dining restaurants are ranked as one or two pointers. And that's where it starts to get complicated. Not only do you need to know the point value for each restaurant. You also need to know that the table service is usually one entree, one drink, including alcohol, and dessert. So if you're like my family, we actually are not a big dessert people. I know we're at Disney. Who doesn't want to have the desserts? But we like appetizers. So we end up almost always paying out in cash for the appetizers. So one of your... One of the ways to make this dining plan work is that you got to find the really, really good one-point restaurants where the food's really good and you're getting good value for what you're paying. So some of my favorites are like Crystal Palace, Via Napoli um, in Italy, Boma, Raglan Road. Um, If you're going to go up to two points, you're a two-point restaurant, say the Flying Fish or the California Grill, Brown Derby. You're gonna run run out of your table service points faster, so you're gonna end up paying cash eventually. One of the tricks, and you can always check when you sit down and you go to order, uh, especially if you have kids in the or or teenagers, and they're gonna order pizza or chicken nuggets or or or, yeah, chicken nuggets. You can ask if you could pay cash for those meals, then pocketing their points to use at a different restaurant or pooling your points together so you can get to two points, uh, to a two-point restaurant. So I find that dining plan a little complicated. That is the one that we did for many, many years, and then we stopped. The next one up is deluxe dining. That's $116 per person per day. You get three meals. They could be quick service. They could be table service. You still get the two snacks and the refillable mug and the alcohol. The big difference is at your table service, it's one app, one entree, and one dessert. I tried that one year. It is a lot of food. More food than any human being could possibly eat in one day. Well, probably not, but um, it's a lot of food. I don't, I did it once. I ended up, you know, you end up with food at the end, and then the last couple days you're trying to catch up. I mean, it's a lot of food. And in order to really make the the meal plan work for you, and sort of a cost benefit analysis, you need at least two table services per day. And then once you do two table services, it's not only it's a lot of food again, but you're taking it takes longer to eat. Um, if you did some quick math, and I and I did this, if you assume that each of the each of the plans, um, they they all have. The refillable mug and the two quicks and the two uh, snacks. So, say you pull ten dollars per day out of each one, and then you calculate what the average price per meal is. What you'll find is that the deluxe meal is valued at thirty-five dollars. Disney dining is at thirty-seven, and quick service is twenty-one. So, without trying to really get into this, make this a big math exercise. It's clearly means that Disney values the quick service meals at a lower rate than the table service as it should. So that means every time that you're on the deluxe dining plan and use it for a quick service, you're sort of throwing some money away. Um, again, I did it once. Um, this year, we were eating dinner at La Cellier, and um, I was using my tables of Wonderland, which I'm going to talk about in a second. And we order, um, each order of us uh, an appetizer. I got the the, the cheddar cheese soup. Then we split a porterhouse for two. Then we got dessert and then we ordered drinks. And I'm waiting for this bill to be like $250, $300 popped down my tables and wonderland discount. And the bill comes to us and I look down and it's like $35. So look, I don't mind getting a free meal once in a while, but I call the waitress over and I said, Hey, there's something wrong here. The, uh, it can't be $35. She said. Somebody in your area, we think it was a table right next to us because they kept giggling. Um, it's funny, they would talk in sign language and they would giggle, but they clearly could um, speak and hear. So I think they were just using sign language to communicate with one another, but they were giggling a lot. Um, so anyway, we found out that somebody in our area had leftover deluxe dining points and basically paid for the vast majority of our meal. We couldn't thank them. They were already long gone. But anyway, I'm telling you, you get the deluxe dining, unless you want to do all those table services every day, you're going to end up with meals at the end. So after doing Disney dining for many, many years, and then we got our DVC, I finally built this giant spreadsheet where I put in all the meals that we had over the years and the restaurants and guessing what I probably ate. I ran this giant spreadsheet. And at the end of it, I figured out Tables of Wonderland offers the best discount. So, what is that? If you're a Florida resident or you're, you know, with DVC annual pass holder, you can get Tables of Wonderland. The price for the DVC member is $150. If you're a Florida resident, it's $175. But you're a Florida resident, you're probably not listening to this podcast anyway. So, it's $150. It's good for 13 months if you time it right. You got a 20% discount on food and alcohol at your sit down restaurants. There are some blackout dates, so you got to check that out. And the blackout dates, um, you could probably use your ten percent discount you get from your annual pass or maybe from a Disney Visa card. Um, but the the blackout dates aren't uh, they're they're your typical super um, holidays like New Year's Eve, uh, Christmas Eve. I think it's Christmas Day. You got to check the fine print to make sure I'm not wrong. But it's usually the bigger holidays. You get a twenty percent discount on the food and beverages. It's a sit down restaurants. And then you get some other benefits with parking, but I don't use that because we don't drive down. So after all that, we do tables in Wonderland. And like I said, it's good for 13 months. So if you go like we do every um, Christmas to New Year's, I only got to buy it once every two trips. And then if you go in between, then again, now you have it, you get to use it again. So I think it's awesome. So that's a lot. Here's a quick summary for everybody at the end. First of all, when it comes to dining at Disney, if they ever offer you the free dining plan as part of your reservation and you can get it, get it. It's free. It's worth it. The rest of the time, if you're paying for it, the Disney dining plan is a little complicated. You can make it work. I don't want to scare you. You can make it work, but you got to follow it. Almost exactly the way it is. Otherwise, you end up paying cash somewhere along the way. The deluxe dining is way too much food for a normal human being. Look, if you like food babies, food comas, that's the plan for you. But I'm telling you, you're gonna end up with you're gonna end up with points at the end of your vacation, and just like what happened to me at Le Cellier, you're gonna end up buying somebody dinner somewhere that you paid for. If Tables of Wonderland is available to you, get it. I think it's simple. It's a great deal, 20% off. Uh, if you have the ability and it's available to you, try and get some food delivered to your room through Amazon Prime. That'll save you some money. It'll save you some time. You don't have to run down. Yeah, you got the refillable mugs if you did one of these plans. But like I said earlier, I don't know where you're staying, but where I'm staying, the refillable, uh, the 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 soda and water machine is not right outside my hotel room so you're walking somewhere to get some free drinks there is one angle with the tables in wonderland that you do miss out you don't get any discounts on quick service i think there's a possibility that if you could bind quick service plan with your tables in wonderland i think that's probably a good sweet spot i'm gonna run the numbers for my next trip i think i'm actually gonna do it Because the price for the quick service, we are eating um, at least one time in the park. Um, So maybe if you're not going to do a meal in your room and you're going to eat out all the time, maybe it's worth it. But if you get the food delivered to your room, you can knock out breakfast, then it's probably not worth it. Uh, But if you're going to eat out, you're not going to do anything in your room. You might be able to bundle quick service with your tables in Wonderland to make it work. And then finally, trust me, research what works best for your family. If you go online, you're going to see blogs. You're going to see dining plan calculators. It's confusing. There's arguments for and against it. Everybody makes sense. I'm not going to try to tell you one person's wrong and one thing's right. Do what's best for your family. In my case, it's the tables in Wonderland and then having food delivered. Thanks for listening. This is the episode four. I can't believe we got here. Um, so again, thanks for going on this ride with me. I think episode five you're going to like, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a food review for me. Take care.